She's live. She's live. Scanning Twitter. No one. Okay. People need to respond to the questions because they respond too late and the recording's over. Yeah. Like tomorrow we're going to get, and later today we're going to get a lot of really good questions. <laughs> right. <sighs> Guess that means they have to listen to the next episode. <laughs> That's how we keep them hooked. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, hello and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hello, Jamal's here. Hi, it's Stony. Hey everyone, welcome back to another fun week at Thanks for Coming. It's of course the most magically gay podcast that there ever was. And we are back, back, back again to bring you more RuPaul content. We're in season 12, episode maybe six, I forgot. But anyways, we're excited <laughs> to be here and, and kiki with you guys. Hey Jamal, Stony, what's going on? It is the Snatch Game episode. That's all you need to know. I am feeling snatched very snatched yes i kind of forgot that the snatch game was happening this week and then it was friday and i was like oh my god snatch game (laughs) so i was like super excited for like a two-hour period (laughs) yes yeah it was a pretty good snatch game it had its highs and lows of course we'll get into that later yeah yeah sorry (laughs) i felt like it was like what (laughs) I felt like it was one of the better Snatch games that we've had in a while. That's true. Yeah, it was refreshing. Um, Otherwise, you know, same old, same old, still quarantined. We're doing fine. Yeah, there's not too much to update you guys on. Um, You know, uh, we're staying in at home as much as possible. And uh, so we don't really have too much chit chat to talk to you guys about today. Um, I also can't speak today, apparently. So let's see how the rest of this podcast goes. (laughs) (laughs) Grab your drinks or coffee. Yes, girl. But um, yeah, we'll go ahead and um, get into it pretty quickly here. So of course... Just uh, the rundown for those of you listening, we're going to recap the episode and then we're going to talk about the Fantasy League and update you guys on the points and then we're going to get into Untucked and then afterwards we are bringing you a special discussion about Leslie Jones who was the special guest on the episode a couple weeks ago and since then she has really been... um, grinding my gears is that what they say (laughs) that's definitely one of the expressions and yeah definitely um paying homage to one of our um dormant um, segments of the podcast thanks for coming so stay tuned yes and while you're at it make sure to subscribe and tell all of your friends about our podcast we've been having a lot of fun this season and we've been just ready to uh, bring more people into the family and just kiki with you all so um just thanks again we've had some people reviewing us lately that with really nice comments so we see you guys normally we read them but um maybe we'll do that in another podcast <laughs> yeah why don't we collect them please keep reviewing we appreciate that i know i take time to review um our pod fam and friends whenever i can so um we will maybe have like an extended segment or something in the future where maybe a mini-sode we just re- read those reviews yeah, since there was no mini challenge this week, our mini challenge is for you guys to all review the podcast, <laughs> and then we will read them in a future session if we pick the pink pill. Yes, and include which Snatch Game um, character or persona you would do. That would be really fun and cute. 
Yes. All right. Enough of that. Let's go ahead and get into the episode, girl. Uh, honesty. All right, you guys. Welcome back. We are going to get into this episode. We are going to serve you all the tea, honey. Ooh, it's so hot. Ouch, ouch, ouch. <laughs> Uh oh, too hot. Hot damn. I'm over it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's go ahead and start at the top of the episode. Um, Of course, last week, Nikki Doll was eliminated, or as they say in France, Je suis la jeune vie. Ooh, that was so like official. That was my muzzy reference for you guys. <laughs> Slay. Um, R.I.P. Nikki Doll. I, you know, this is going to be one of those queens where we have not seen the last of her. She's going to explode. I'm sure her looks are only going to get more sickening. And this is definitely all-star fish right here. Yeah, I've been really enjoying watching a lot of her live streams this past week. And there's this really cool shirt she has, but it looks like all the big girls beat me to it. So those sizes are sold out. And I'm looking for a restock, Nikki. So if you hear this, hey, restock for the big girls. (laughs) Fair. Maybe after the quarantine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, so let's get into this week's episode. Of course, we are seeing after the elimination, all the girls are back in the room. Uh, Britta, of course, she doesn't know why she's in the bottom and again throws Aiden under the bus. So this is pretty typical. (laughs) It seems like week to week. Week to week. I'm just like, good God. Like, okay, here's the tea because I've been dragging Britta. I like Britta. I want to continue to like Britta, but we need to get off of this blame game. Like the judges are seeing what they see. Aiden said it right. You know, I'm just doing specifically what the judges ask for. And, you know, if we're looking with it, looking at the situation with our eyes wide open, Aiden is barely getting by. So what's really bothering you about Aiden, Britta? It just comes off not in a good light. It comes off as you're bored. Maybe you don't have, maybe you're spending too much time on this and not curating your looks or performance qualities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's almost like she's just obsessed with Aiden and like, Aiden's results it's like leave Aiden alone like seriously like she's not even bothering you just and like all throughout the episode she just could not let it go like even in the untucked she was just like Aiden did this and then like during the lip sync oh Aiden sucks like it's just like okay (laughs) we get it bitch like you're in the bottom though (laughs) yeah you're still in the bottom though (laughs) yeah Aiden like wakes up and Britta's like breathing heavy and like (laughs) spitting all over her face (laughs) maybe that's it maybe like Britta just has like a low-key like crush or lust for Aiden and this is how she's taking it out on her I think we may be onto something here girls listen I've seen it okay (laughs) I've done it (laughs) (laughs) it's another Uh, podcast yeah that's another story time video for later girl (laughs) um but yeah, it, yeah, I agree. I still like Britta. Um, I think Brick, bleh, I think Britta is sickening, and I just would like to see her move on from this topic. <laughs> yeah, she's got a. Yeah, that's exactly it. Move on. So um, then, also, th- and this is in the the next day in the workroom. I noticed um, one thing that Aiden said. Um, she said people are coming for her since day one, and then obviously they show Britta. Cut to Britta. And then they show cut to Sherry Pie. So part of me wonders if we're missing like more vile Sherry Pie behavior. I mean, we did see like a glimpse of it and I don't want to jump ahead, but um, 
there was a moment where Sherry Pies basically, and it might not be the first time, mentioned, you know, we knew this was coming or we knew we had to be prepared for something, right? So I wouldn't be surprised if Sherry was kind of joining in on that with Britta. Especially since she's been doing so well, it kind of like fits the narrative. Yep. And we um, get to see a little bit of that out of Gigi too, yeah, but we'll get to that later. Woof, Yeah. I want to get into that discussion. (laughs) I figured we would. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So then, uh, of course, like I said earlier, there's no mini challenge this week. So uh, fuck our points, right? (laughs) For real. Like, listen, Brew, I know you're listening. We want points in our fantasy league. You can't just (laughs) take away things like this. We need them. No more Sherry Pie. More points. I know. Yes, please. We're already screwed because of Sherry Pie, and now we don't even have a mini challenge. I know. Can we please plant like three kimonos and see who finds them? Yeah. <laughs> let's play uh, Let's play. Uh, find the kimono. It's like a <laughs> Passover for drag queens. <laughs> Whoever finds the, the, um, the kimono gets a $2,500 tip. <laughs> we need it. Girl. Well, all right. Well, let's get into it then. Uh, Maxi challenge this week is the Snatch Game. There's no build up for this. Rue just runs in the room and shouts, there's a Snatch Game this week. Yep. We're just like, we know what it is. It's episode six, Snatch Game. Uh, So then after that, Rue leaves the room and everyone's like, OMG, who are you being? And my favorite part in this segment is when uh, Widow puts that roadkill on her head and then she asked everyone <laughs> who she was going to be like they were supposed to know. Listen, I had, Stoney and I had a moment, moments before we were recording. Listen, I knew when she put that wig on her head that that was supposed to be Tina Turner. Um, don't come for me. I just like saw the shape, but how dare she? Like that was roadkill. That looked like something I would sweep my floor with. No. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. it was a total like <laughs> like disgrace that she even like wore that and was like asking people who she was. Like if I was Tina Turner, I would be offended. Yes, and <laughs> Tina Widow, Turner's like rolling over her in her grave. And you know I'm going to come for the black queens with ashy wigs. Why didn't you put any oil on that shit? Like you can't have us out here looking like that. Moisturize. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, who are you supposed to be, Davy Crockett? <laughs> I was like, Yikes. LOL, who is this? No. And then after she's, that was not a full wig, girl. That was like, that was not Tina Turner's hair. I'm sorry. It was basically no. a headpiece. I was severely offended. It was definitely Party City, like Tina Turner. <laughs> <laughs> like the Walmart Party City version. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Work. That that sent me, though. I was like, who? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's still making me laugh. (laughs) So that's kind of uh, that part of it. Uh, The next day, it's time to shoot Snatch Game. And RuPaul comes in to cast doubt in the minds of all the queens about who they are doing for the Snatch Game. Listen, can we have a moment for Ru's suit? I was feeling this um, Slytherin fantasy. I would wear the suit. Was she wearing the green suit still? Or is that... Was that... In... I feel like, um, are, are we talking about the segment with Vanjie? Because I'm thinking about the green suit. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah, I, I, we're all back. <laughs> um. <laughs> this is what quarantine does to us. It's just We don't know what day it is. <laughs> I was like, is, is this the one? Uh, 
where's my metamucil? We don't know what day it is. <laughs> we definitely don't know what scene we're talking about. So bear with us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do like that suit. I thought Miss Vanjie looked real good. Uh, yes. Those edges were laid. I love like when Vanjie wears her baby hairs laid wigs. <laughs> yeah. She was looking good. I mean, she always does. So they are going back table to table kind of you know like interrogating the queens and uh, crystal is feeling the pressure and starts to cry and she even gets a hug from rue paul crystal basically has a meltdown because you can tell she's prepared but then you can just see it all flash across her face like wait did i prepare the right character are people going to understand this what should i do i don't have a backup you saw all of that just like flash across her face so you just saw her break down in front of Rue, and yes, um, fantasy points to somebody. Another Rue hug. Yeah. Oh, who could that be? I guess we'll find out later. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like Rue has like this obsession too with Crystal. Like I think like Crystal's gonna make it to like the top three or something. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, Rue, you can tell like probably thinks, of course, like okay, there's definitely attraction to Crystal, but Elda Barge was very like you know sexy, had that hair, could. The music was great. That whole family was very musical and talented. So Rue is drawn to things like that. So I would not be surprised if Crystal was a favorite. I definitely see like Crystal joining the fracking operation soon. <laughs> no. Oh no. <laughs> Houseboy Crystal. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um. So then, uh, then my other funny part that i like is uh when rue gets to Gigi's table and then Gigi is explaining her character to rue and she's like yeah like i realize how boring this sounds and rue's like yeah it does <laughs> yeah rue's like yeah i'm not into this at all <laughs> yeah but it was funny because i sort of said that as like along with rue because i was like yeah that does sound pretty dumb <laughs> It's hard because it's like nobody knows. Well, I'm not going to say nobody, but probably a smaller percentage knows who that character, who that persona is. So Rue is all into pop culture music. Rue can go back and forth with you about all things pop culture and media. And if it's not one of those items that she knows about, she's really not going to be into it because she can't engage with you about it, which is kind of like to Rue's detriment sometimes because it's like, you know, learn who this is. But we see Gigi turn the tables later. And yeah, we also saw this happen whenever um, Rue was doing Drag Race UK because <laughs> Rue was just like, all right, governor. Yeah, just saying, all the right, governor, like tagline. so many times and like had no idea what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah rue also is dahlia singh gonna get like a cameo in every episode <laughs> listen i think dahlia might have received an extra check because i feel like they saw her in that broccoli suit and they're like look we're gonna have you do some side jobs since you're in town and um we're gonna use these in future episodes if you don't mind <laughs> yeah but i also she- i also want to say too though to the producers stop trying to make broccoli suit happen <laughs> it really wasn't that funny <laughs> yeah it really wasn't like don't need to see her really if the world is not entirely chernobyl status by halloween there will be tons of broccoli in the in the clubs you just wait for halloween girl that's the last thing i'm doing well yeah i'm not going to the club then we'll be passing out candy and alcohol to parents but only if they're wearing face masks bitch (laughs) (laughs) correct (laughs) 
category is COVID-19. <laughs> I just coughed all over my candy. Corona realness. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's talk about the Snatch Game. Before we get too into our discussion, though, I'd like to just lay out our cast of characters for this season's Snatch Games. For those that maybe didn't watch the episode but are listening anyways, thanks to those people. You're so prepared. The listeners just, I hope they appreciate you as much as we do. I hope so too, girl. (laughs) (laughs) So the cast is Heidi in Closet is Leslie Jones. Jackie Cox is Lisa Rinna. Yes. Jada Essence Hall is Cardi B. Okay. Jan is Bernadette Peters. Widow is Tina Turner. Gigi is Maria the Robot. Aiden is Patricia Quinn. Britta is Jennifer Holiday. Crystal is Poppy. And Sherry Pie is Katherine Hepburn. Yes. Woo. Now say that three times fast. No thanks. <laughs> that was a mouthful. I'm sure it would fit in Britta's mouth, though, with this Jennifer Holiday impression. Ugh. God. What did you guys think? Like, who stood out to you guys? I actually, um, I really liked Lisa Renna, Jackie Cox. That is just... Stoney and I are housewife fanatics, if you don't know listeners. Maybe some of you are new listeners. We are fans of the franchise. We watch most seasons. We're a little behind on New York because we got bored with those hoes. But yes, Lisa Rinna is one of our favorites. Um, Her husband, Harry Hamlin. Harry Hamlin, he was in Mad Men. I I live. I stand. All of that. Yeah, Lisa Rinna is honestly one of my favorite housewives ever. Like, she is just so funny. Honestly, you could not pick a better person to play in Snatch Game than Lisa Rinna because she just has like all these wacky moments that you can just make fun and funny. Like, <laughs> so I don't know. Like, it's not like Jackie was like doing anything like extraordinary out there. She was just doing all the Lisa Rinna like isms. And it's just funny yeah. because it's Lisa Rinna. <laughs> but if you're a fan, you understand because like you watch the show and you've seen them, you know, have like their arguments and their disagreements <laughs> amongst the group. And everything Jackie was doing was so like on point for who Lisa is on the show. And she yeah. she actually retweeted me on Twitter. So that was really fun. Uh, yes. While I was live <laughs> tweeting, she was like, it's major. And I was like, yes, girl, it's so major. <laughs> yes, LOL. I love Lisa Renna, like when she did that thing at the place that one time. And then um, the thing that she said at that party with the people that fought and stuff. Yes, yes. And then she got the bunny at the reunion and she had a single sad tear. It was so dramatic. Yeah. Oscar worthy. Oscar worthy. And then she threw her like prosthetic leg off or something. That was oh, a no, different that one. was New York. Oh, damn it. I've been revealed. <laughs> See, see. And fun fact, Aquaria was actually spotted on an old episode of Real Housewives of New York going to psycho ass Sonia's one of her parties for no fucking reason parties. But Uh-oh. Aquaria was there. Oh yeah, Sonia for Mortal Kombat, right? Sure. Same. Oh, you wanted a tangent, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh <grrr. laughs> um, but yeah, I, I thought I think that um jan's performance as bernadette peters was underrated i do too she did a good job but i think like um where jan kind of maybe overthought this was it's snatch game like all you have to do is have fun be loose make those characters a little larger than life than you would imagine and not so like 
theater academy. I'm going to get this right. You're going to see everything from the hair to the outfit to the voice to the person. You're like, have fun, let loose. This is that moment to do that. Yeah, I thought Jan did a really solid job. I kind of feel bad for her because she's like she talked about and talked like she really hasn't received like any feedback at all so she's just like i guess i'm still here yeah <laughs> lol happy to be here um also i thought heidi was really entertaining as leslie jones my one critique would be that she didn't call britta a bitch so i don't think that her performance was very accurate yes yeah, not current at all that would be my one note as well <laughs> yeah but um <laughs> jk heidi yeah i thought it was a really solid job though overall from her she did well. I wasn't really worried about Heidi because Heidi's funny. Like I find every week the show is starting the show with her talking heads and I look forward to seeing Heidi's talking heads and I react the most to Heidi's talking heads. So the personality's there. So I didn't think she'd have a problem at all. Yeah. And while we're talking about bottoms that are tops, Gigi as Maria, <laughs> the robot. So funny. I was not expecting it. I didn't know... I mean, we were YouTubing, full disclosure, like who this robot woman <laughs> yeah. person, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to be disrespectful. Gadget is. <laughs> she is an American citizen. She is an American citizen. Ugh. We did not know who this American citizen was. <laughs> I could not find her girl. I looked up Sophia. We were on YouTube. I looked up Maria the robot and all I could find was Sophia the robot. And all we robot. could find was Sophia the robot. But Gigi slayed this. Like it was funny. I was getting very like me trying to use the voice to text with me and Siri getting fights all the time. And <laughs> I was getting like very bitchy siri vibes which caught rue off guard because rue was not expecting it i wasn't expecting it either she turned it out yeah she did such a good job and like also to like kudos to her for not backing down from what she wanted to do like she was just like she might have been the first queen that was just straight up no rue i'm not doing whatever fucking housewife you're suggesting <laughs> well there was there was pearl you know is there something on my face yeah so <laughs> I mean, that yeah. was more passive aggressive, but um, <laughs> but I don't know. Gigi did like such a great job. Like yes. the picking up the cards thing was just hilarious. I loved when she did the reboot where she like put yeah, her head down good. and like came up. The USB port that was that was cracking. And she's me like, up. "You controlling me, bitch?" Yeah, Vagina. Yeah, Vagina was funny. <laughs> Rue's getting like so dirty this season talking about <laughs> BBC, <laughs> so I don't have to say it. <laughs> Listen, Rue Rue might not be seeing her husband quite often. Rue is we got some sexual aggression going on yeah, here it's... internally. <laughs> yeah, talking about like pegging and like what was the thing about come? Like <laughs> I forgot the joke that she said. I forget it. I know what you're talking about, but I I don't recall. I know there's been a lot of like very inappropriate moments this yeah. season i don't know like if we got put into like the prime time spot so like all bets are off or like girl is that why they went to friday i'm scared for showtime though yeah now. maybe that's it they're warming up for showtime because you know yeah. those are the subscribers that are paying like you know more than us basic netflix subscribers rue's gonna be like pulling her dick out like every episode <laughs> oh no <laughs> no i'm so scared <laughs> 
Oh, gosh. Well, I feel like that wraps up our discussion on the top. So let's talk about some people that maybe didn't do so hot. Well, let's start with a lukewarm. Let's talk about Jada. Jada was just like there this episode. This was definitely like an episode. <laughs> she was like there. She, she gets the dragon. She completed for the, the challenge. I, contest. This is a nominee for the I Showed Up Award on our annual Draggies that we started. Um, go back and listen to that episode. But no, yes. like we didn't see much of her, which means okay, um, queer creative actually shout out to them. They said was she just not doing well, and they didn't want to put that on the show because there was other stuff going on, or maybe it was just mediocre and just like something's going on because we've been seeing plenty of Jada. So what's what's up? Yeah, I thought her look, the look was good. I thought the like mannerisms and like interactions were kind of like. Eh. yeah and when it comes to snatch game like okay you're cardi b um you hit on a few of her more popular points or things she's known for but push the envelope like take it a little farther i'm make jokes about your cheating ass man because we all know he ain't shit the migos are homophobic as fuck um but you know that's her business you know play with that kind of shit because that's what the that's what brings in the viewer because they know you've done your homework, you know, the person. And I mean, I love Cardi B. I love her music. So just have fun with it. Yeah, I wish it could have been like shot more currently because then she could have been like coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> coronavirus. Yes, girl. I love that. <laughs> um, let's see who else is on the list. Uh, Widow. I don't think she did bad like she definitely had the tina mannerisms but like she didn't really have any funny spots she i don't know like i just got like she was giving us like ashy tina or something i was very bored she wasn't i don't imagine that queen tina would be this like kind of bitchy about it like you know have more fun with you don't want to like go too far into like the abuse aspect of ike and tina's relationship but you know, how would Tina be after the fact? Or how would Tina be if she was like really kicking his ass or something? You didn't see that in the fucking movie or the book you read. Like, you know, do something like that and just bring more life to it. It was just very like, I don't know, just like kind of flat diva. And I just wasn't, I didn't understand what she was trying to do with the two characters combined at all. Yeah, I kind of wish she had only done Tina Turner. Yeah, I was a little lost, but you know, a. No, B B plus for effort. Maybe a C. Ooh. <laughs> C plus. Yeah. <laughs> so then we have Aiden and uh, Britta and Crystal, which were definitely like the bottoms. I don't know. See, I thought Crystal was just maybe like lukewarm to possibly good like i thought i thought hers was actually really funny low safe her no yeah. the only problem with crystal and stoney and i discussed this when we first watched it was like people just don't know who poppy is and that kind of hurts with snatch game because you want to like show love to your faves and you know do the honor of impersonating them on rupaul's drag race but this isn't Poppy may have a huge following. Like, I don't want to... I'm not educated at all about who Poppy is. So Poppy might have a huge following, but the majority of Drag Race viewers don't know who Poppy is. So for Snatch Game, it's more of a challenge because you have to make her more out of the box and you have to be more kooky or just over the top in some, some fashion 
So you stand out enough to survive the Snatch Game. So I think she did a good job after doing our YouTube homework and watching Poppy videos. <laughs> I didn't. I but didn't no know. one knew who she was, so she couldn't Poppy. succeed. I didn't know who Poppy was, but I thought it was funny because, like, just the her mannerisms and stuff. I thought it was funny, like when she was saying the death metal thing. I was like cracking <laughs> up. Um, yeah, and I don't know, like when she was We're talking dark. about the cult or whatever. I was like, this is like really strange. <laughs> um, for a minute, I thought she was playing scaredy cat, but <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> shade. With Aiden, there was just like nothing there. It was like she had lunch with Patricia Quinn once, and like. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like just because someone's funny and you had a great lunch with someone, like doesn't mean like that is funny for everybody. You just had a good time having lunch with her. That's right. And like, as it pertains to Snatch Game, as somebody who sits down and you, if any creative is sitting down, you kind of like outline your process. You know, what do you want to share about whatever the topic is or who you had lunch with. You know, if you're really digging deep, you're digging into the details of, okay, how's their personality? How did they respond to certain questions? What kind of jokes did they make? And then that's what you bring into Snatch Game and portray. You can't just think you're answering as them. And we'll get more into it in Untucked, but Snatch Game is not playing a character. You are a persona, sure, but it's still like a game show. As long as you're entertaining Rue, you have a good shot at doing well. So you don't have to study this person and be them to a T. You just have to embody some aspect of them, do it well, and also have fun, loosen up, and go back and forth and joke with Rue. Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, I think of it as kind of like an exaggerated character. So like the Lisa Renna is basically like an exaggeration of Lisa. Like... That's why I keep saying persona. Like, persona would be a better term because it's like, you know, play with that. Right. Yeah. And Patricia Quinn, people know her as, like, Magenta from Rocky Horror. They don't know her as the lady you had lunch with. Exactly. And there was just, like, kind of like Rue was saying, like, the Trinity phrase, where are the jokes? Like, there was no, nothing funny, really. That's the main thing. There was no (laughs) laughing. Yeah, and speaking of too much laughing, Britta was, like, one of those, like, automated skeletons in the Halloween store, (laughs) like, the whole time. (laughs) Um, Shade alert. Um, Insert shade rattle here. I um, felt like I was at SeaWorld. Like, all I needed to do was just throw a fucking fish in her mouth. Like, this is not the only thing Jennifer Holliday was known for. Like, please close your mouth and push yourself and play Snatch Game, please. I don't know. Yeah. That it was it was not good. It was not good. No. Britta, you're better than this. Like dig deep. Yeah, I know you're just having a moment. I'm on your side. Just dig deep, get out of your head, focus on your drag, and I think we're gonna see the Britta that you say you are. Right. And I think like she's having the same issue that Aiden's having. They're just like and maybe that's why they pick at each other, because they're both having like the same issue. That's a very good point. I don't know. Well, let's move on. Um, so just a quick couple quick things before we go to commercial. Uh, Widow shares her struggle with alcohol uh, while she was homeless after her mother died. And she decided to take that experience and bring it to Tina Turner. Yeah. What a um, 
I mean, I get the alignment of the stories and how crazy, like this is one of those stories that one of those unfortunate stories in queer people's lives where his support system died, his mom, and then the uncle being homophobic asshole that they were kicked him out for being who Widow was. So I'm just happy to see that she could bounce back from that and land on RuPaul's Drag Race and share that. What a story. Definitely. Um, and then also Gigi came out as gender fluid. Yes, Gigi. We see it. We're here for it. Live it. I'm sure um, all the people wanting like other representation on the show are just like mouth like open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, finally. Right. But I mean, it takes the right queen and not everyone's in the same place of being willing to or able to share. So uh, thankfully, Gigi was able to share that story because it's not for us the viewers so um you know big big kudos to Gigi and also too like I thought it was cool just because you know like it just seems like for a lot of people it's not about like putting labels on anything and like Gigi's kind of just like living her life and it's just kind of like I guess I am like gender fluid because I'm just like doing my own thing and I don't really feel like I'm defined in a box or anything yeah and I thought she explained it really well too so like maybe someone watching is like oh wait that's like me or Mm -hmm. um, maybe some like I don't know homophobic person or like a parent is watching with a child and the parent sees it and they get to learn what gender fluid means I think that's really great. Right. I mean, look at just, I mean, Gigi's looks, for example, in drag and out of drag. So picture someone going into an office with, you know, like close to skin tight turtleneck, a fabulous belt and some billowy pants slash a skirt. But you just happen to, for the average, you know, straight person who doesn't know anything about queer life, look like a boy but you're wearing like things that lean more on the feminine side, even though it looks edgy, it looks cool. It's kind of like, you know, rock star chic, but they're like, you know, what is this? Who are you? What are you? So I'm, that's like a journey figuring that out. So I'm glad Gigi could share a piece of that with us. Definitely love hearing stories like this on TV so that it can help other people. Um, All right, well, let's go ahead and take a quick break here. And then when we come back, we'll talk to you about the runway. Runway. Bring it to the runway. runway. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here's some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember, everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are going to continue with our runway, and the category this week is Frozen Eleganza. Yes, I'm a chili queen. I'm from Alaska. Let's see it, ladies. Yeah, the first, my first reaction to this was, which bitch is going to dress up as Elsa for this? I thought there'd <laughs> right? be a, a whole like herd of Elsas, honestly. Well, Jan already did that, so. <laughs> she was giving us like the cute White Walker from Game of Thrones. I don't know. Can we just start by talking about Jan just because like, I don't think it was bad, but I think it was too chaotic what was happening because, or maybe I just didn't understand because like what I, the way I saw things happening was she came out as like someone that had like frozen, gotten frozen, like 
out in Antarctica or something. And then all of a sudden she's somehow a white walker and then she turns and then now she's like the frozen person again. I don't know. It was just very confusing to me. I think that um, I understood what she was doing. So when she came out with like the face piece on, I mean, just keeping it simple, like not reading into it too much. It's a snowball. It's splattered across her face. It's, um, you know, it's giving you that. Like, it just got hit in the face, and it's splatting across whatever that drama would look like. And um, I understood it. And then she gave you the reveal. It's like, oh, hi, I've got my, like white walker white blue eye lenses in but i don't know it was it was a little safe because it was kind of just more of like a um motocross suit to me but i appreciated <laughs> i appreciated the detail like i understood immediately that it was icicles i understood what she was going for but i think that she could have gone a little beyond maybe just the face piece and i know that hurts for jan because you can tell she puts a lot of thought into her looks but it's just one of those growing pains as an artist right like what sh- could i have done instead yeah i agree i just i think just the message or like what she was trying to convey like didn't quite come across for me but i really liked her outfit and her makeup was done really well so yeah yeah anyways all right well who else stood out to you guys I actually really thought Britta's gown was pretty. I thought it was very like regal and fun with the colors. And I thought the um, color placement on the gown was done very well. And the hair was right for the look and the face was beat proper. Yeah, I think this is one of my favorite Britta looks probably this season. You know what I have to say about Britta's look and you guys are going to hate it? No. (laughs) This, immediately as she came out, this dress sent me back in a time machine we're going Uh-oh. back to season nine. Oh, We're going no. back to another season nine New York sister. No. This reminded me of Alexis Michelle's yellow dress. No, don't do Wait, it. I'm trying to remember. Don't do it. It's like the very stylized <laughs> yellow and it had the sort of same like iridescent pieces on it. But see, that that yellow with that material did not work. I thought that the colors of Britta's gown and the hair and everything was chosen correctly and, and styled also, right. It was Alexis. <laughs> yeah, fucking Alexis. <laughs> that's the shade right there. But yeah, I was like, immediately as she came out, I was like, oh my God, that's the dress. No, I did not think that, listeners. I thought she actually looked really pretty. And you all know I've had a lot to say about (laughs) Britta. So take that for what you will. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, I thought that um, Crystal Methods was really good. She said that she was going for um, like Mr. Freeze from Batman. And to me, it's sort of like Red is like a mix between that and like Michael Jackson. (laughs) I told Stoney this was like Mystique's um, sister that has gone like straight edge. She's like giving you cool sophistication. She's just trying to be normal out here in these streets running her corporation. Don't look at me. I know I'm blue, but this face is beat. I enjoyed it. Crystal's having fun and it was unexpected. She also kind of looked like Raiden. <laughs> from I uh, it. is that Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat? <laughs> yeah. One of those. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> yeah. I was dying. Um, who else did I like? I thought Jada looked nice. Um, my favorite was probably Aiden. um No. <laughs> no. Gigi was like really good. Yes. It was fun a fun look so gg probably wasn't my favorite i'm like blanking because um i've had whiskey but i like i have this weird thing with ice cream cones like i know they're not low carb or keto but i just like them especially in tattoo form mm-hmm. now i'm 
I'm not saying I'm going to get an ice cream cone tattoo, but I think they're just like colorful and bubbly, unlike my heart. So maybe that's why I'm drawn to them. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like Gigi's look, though, like, I don't know. I feel classic like, like Milkman. It's like classic, like, I'm going to like murder you later vibes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Immediately you get the Milkman vibe. And I did appreciate the pink nose to show that she was a little cold. Yeah. Definitely top look, though, had to be Jada. Oh, Jada? Yeah, yeah, Jada was very like if Wakanda was on Antarctica, that's what you would see. Definitely. I I will give props to Widows because I like the Titanic reference, but it it needed to be a little bit more elevated. Yes, yeah. exactly. I appreciated that nod so much. I immediately knew what she was doing, especially with the whistle. It was like a snap. Like I knew what that was. But um, yeah, it needed a little more polish. Yeah, definitely. It was the Party City uh titanic costume (laughs) and i mean jackie actually like it just clicked sorry y'all i might be a little stoned um jackie cox was my absolute favorite i have to agree she (laughs) looked sharp i didn't know it was jackie cox when she came around the corner and that's that's an honest reaction because this is different from what she served so it was that unexpectedness of it it was very clean. It was sharp. You knew that she was a chili queen. The hair was right. The makeup was done well. This is like, you know, Elsa's shady auntie that you never got to meet. <laughs> I know. I keep getting, like, when she walked out on the runway, I kept getting, like, I thought that was Crystal. And then I was like, wait, who was that? Because when Crystal walked out and I was like, that's Jackie? Because, I don't know, I guess I'm not used to the blonde hair or something. Right. I, I The one yeah, thing that really was... that was stunning about jackie's look is like basically to me she was a snowflake because like when you put the two arm pieces like on her waist it looks like just like a snowflake yeah wow yeah great eye that's exactly correct i see that yeah um so i think those were kind of the top looks i think um maybe uh heidi was safe i think she looked like really good um i thought her makeup was polished and i real housewives goes to alaska yeah like this bitch looks like she's about to go to like antarctica and like like pay (laughs) to stay in an igloo or something like that (laughs) like some like really like fancy igloo experience i'm getting an ice facial (laughs) yeah (laughs) that sounds painful but yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and then of course you know there's aiden i think she had a good concept, but I think it was not executed well. I would have liked to have seen, um, I think her necklace should not have been there. I think that she should have had it as a graphic on the dress, a la Monique Hart, uh, with the I eyes. I think that this should have been a full-ass furry gown, like still fitted so you could see a body, but maybe serve like a full faux fur gown or something, play with the colors, play with the hair, because we have seen this wig before, but listen, I know queens are on a budget. Okay, bitch, pull out a comb, style it differently. <laughs> also, the dress is giving me like Romy and Michelle vibes for sure. <laughs> yeah, I thought that the feathers around the um, top should have been a thicker, should have been lined thicker. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but I mean, not not the worst look that she's no. done but not I actually great. I actually think that this was a solid runway overall all the queens did a good job I mean it is like 12 seasons into drag race a lot of these queens will do well much earlier it's okay to celebrate everyone doing decently so that means we nitpick more 
<laughs> yeah. So uh, I got really excited to talk about this, but we forgot to mention that the special guest judges this week were um, from Mean Girls. And you have Daniel Franzese, who says that he wants to be Barney for a Snatch Game. I now have <laughs> nightmare fuel. I'm calling my therapist. <laughs> Whatever. I just want to give this guy a hug, especially after that one nude scene he did and looking on HBO. Uh Oh, I don't remember that. I think I blocked it out of my memory. He's so great. If you haven't seen the series on HBO called Looking, check it out. It's a great queer show. Um, He plays one of the characters' love interests eventually. No spoilers. And, of course, the iconic, I want my pink shirt back. Yeah. (laughs) You know, mean girls. I've heard not good stories about people that have met him. (laughs) I have, too. But, you know, they say, don't meet your heroes if he is a hero. I don't know if he is, but yeah, he's fun energy for the show. I'll say that. Yes. And then uh, also from Mean Girls, um, Aaron Samuels, we have Jonathan Bennett, who um, said he would play Valerie Cherish on the Snatch Game. Of course, the most popular jock in Mean Girls turns out to be gay in real life. Gay! (laughs) (laughs) And he was on Celebrity Big Brother 2, season 2. I don't know. I've heard that he um, is like an abuser, though, so I don't know, like how i feel about him like that he like in relationships like he is like the domestic abuser oh no well hopefully well sounds like he could be a poodle maybe yeah i don't know how i feel about him i was like uh lol get these people out of here we're not stands (laughs) by any means yeah no (laughs) so anyways back to the show gg good wins the challenge claps for you girls she earned it she did she did a good job i love the look it wasn't my favorite but you know she slays she always slays the runway good job gg yes and those who win snatch game typically go on to win the whole season so keep an eye on this one drag race lore yes uh so then in the bottom two we finally get to see this rivalry play out of course i am talking about britta filter and aiden zane uh britta just remember britta you got to the bottom on your own and aiden is there with you so who are you gonna blame now <laughs> i was so excited to see them lip sync against each other i was like oh my god this is gonna be insane i was yeah. too but no shade i wasn't expecting aiden to like out lip sync britta i mean there's just a little more flavor <laughs> well I mean, keep in mind, they're singing fucking Let It Go, so it's not like you needed any flavor at all to do well in this. But yeah. yet the flavor played a role. Look it at did. how soulful, soulful and flavorful Britta's performance was. Also- and Aiden was kind of just like Wednesday Adams trying her best. She would have done much better if she had a sword or something. I mean, if Aiden wasn't like acting like she was dead on stage, she might have actually like stood a chance. So I have a point. But... My thing is, like, I would have been okay with Britta going home. I actually think it would have been kind of funny, to be honest. I do, too. I don't disagree with that, but Aiden did not bring it. That would be like I, the troll of the century from uh, Holy shit. From the internet would be on Aiden, fire you're safe. still. We would be scrolling yeah. through live tweets right now if yeah. that had happened. Yeah, I think either one could have gone home this week. So, I mean, I'm happy to see Britta here still because I enjoy her more than Aiden. But um, I think Aiden still gave it a good try. She yes. did not have any special effects, so that did not work in her favor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out to the sparkler that made an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know what? Poof. I'm okay with that prop. Like, I get annoyed when it's like the fat suit that like Shangela wears, oh, like, yeah. stuff like that. It's just annoying. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I like that they they actually had snow falling on the girls. Like, they really went all out for this lip sync. I thought I hated the track itself. Like, I mean, I don't know who that vocalist was, but I just. I this just is, musically imagine. I hate it. This is the original cast recording this. of Whatever. Frozen the Musical. I no. fucking hate this song. On Broadway. It's terrible. I want Adina Menzel, like the fucking movie, okay? That's too expensive, girl. So? <laughs> I don't know. I'm so over. Where's like, the budget? Ne- next year, like, I want, like, something, like, no Frozen challenges, please. They had to pay for that Nicki Minaj track, and now we're just running out of money. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good point. (laughs) Great point. I see it now. All the pieces have fallen into place. Yes, girl. Um, So, in the end of this lip sync, of course, Britta Filter is safe, and Aiden is going home. Uh, Bye, Aiden. Nice try. I mean, I mean, I think Aiden can go on to do great things if Aiden gets out of their head and they set it themselves. So I think that if they hold themselves true to that task, we're going to see great things and great growth from Aiden Zane. Yes. Also, they put her little boo over the World of Wonder logo and they don't usually do that. So that just shows how much they like her. Yeah. And that was funny, Britta. So that's why she wasn't in the bottom with you, girl. Yes. All until, right. Until now. Until now, that is. Ha <laughs> ha. Heyo. <laughs> All right, you guys, let's go ahead and get into our fantasy league points. Stoney, what do you have for us this week? Well, this week we had all kinds of fun shenanigans. <laughs> so um, one of the categories we have is RuPaul hugs a queen. So RuPaul, as we know, hugged crystal method. So Seth gets 20 points. Ding, ding, yes. ding. Yes. Um, and then... Uh, the winner of the bottom two lip sync was Britta Filter, so I get 10 points. Okay. And then Gigi Good won the Snatch Game, um, and she was the main challenge winner, so I get 20 points for the main challenge. Oh, my gosh. Plus 30 bonus points because she won the Snatch Game. Whoa. Good Damn. job, Stony. So, after six full episodes... Stony going to take the lead? Let's find out. I'm totally in last. Jamal. I have to be. Is in way dead last at 85 points. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Y'all, my edges help. And then at 170 points, double of Jamal's points. <laughs> you bitch. The person in first place You're is so me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so I'm in first 170. Seth is in second 140. And Jamal's in last place with 85. My gosh. Listeners, send me vibes. We need some energy on my team. Gigi hadn't won Snatch Game. You and I would have been tied. Yes, bitch. But my queen turned it out with Maria Sophia the robot. (laughs) Better watch your edges, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm reaching for my Vaseline right now. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, this is kind of a fun new twist in the fantasy league. So make sure you stay tuned to find out what happens the rest of the season. Yes. Um, 
So that's kind of our recap of the episode. So if this is the part where you typically leave, bye, girl. We'll miss you. Yeah, talk to you never. Also, if you want to keep up with the Fantasy League, we have links for you at thanksforcomingpodcast.com. Check it out. Yes. And for those of you that are still here, let's get into Untucked. So, um, of course, first topic we have to talk about is Miss Vangie backstage peddling bubbly cocktails. Ah, so fun. Okay, so what a bonus for the safe queens because the safe queens are always feeling away about just being safe. But this episode, you get Miss Vangie serving you cocktails sponsored by Bubbly. Love the product placement, Rue. I know. I feel like we need a Bubbly commercial with Vangie in every like can. She's going to like wear the collar of the can. <gasps> so she'll have like blackberry hair. She will be all of the fancy girls. she would have like strawberry hair. <gasps> like it would be so cool. Oh, Stoney, call the producers. And then she could like throw <laughs> things and yell at the wall or whatever. Pitch it. Send the email. <laughs> I yes. see it. I see it. Yeah. So they're like, um, all the queens are like, LOL, like Snatch Game was hard. And she and, and then Ms. Vanjie's like, yeah, it was hard. I didn't do good. And LOL. And then and then she leaves. Basically. Seth, I lo- this is why you're the host of the show. I love your breakdown. Just so concise. Yeah. There's really not much to get into this part. But um Well, it's fun to see Miss Vanjie. So it was very it was very that. Like they asked some questions, but I mean Vanjie didn't do well, so all Vanjie could really touch on was like how to manage your nerves in the moment. I don't know. Like it's not like you have a winner of Snatch Game giving you tips of like what you could have done you know Ugh, i'm so ready for vanjie all-star six like it's been a year since she was on our screens i'm just like ready for more <laughs> vanjie's gonna get a spinoff i can feel it cooking like her own show watch yeah. she needs it watch i could see it <laughs> yes girl um so yeah miss vanjie leaves and then the rest of the girls come in from the runway um so this is the part where we are going to be talking about Gigi coming for heidi's makeup Ooh, listen so i i like Gigi. i like everything Gigi's doing i also love heidi so i get what you're saying Gigi. like okay the judges are giving everyone critiques we really haven't seen growth but you know there are better ways to deliver that i'm in the slytherin house i'm a bitchy scorpio I've learned that sometimes it's okay to be a little gentle and it actually goes a little farther. So, you know, don't come for her so directly because this person is trying to do their best. They're trying to grow. Also, have you offered tips? Have you offered advice? Why are, why are you coming from my edges so harshly? You know, get off your high horse. We know you're a look queen. You're going to do good. You're another skinny white queen that's just viewing it through the lens of a black queen. Why are you coming for me like this? I don't know. I'm so over like, and I do like Gigi, but I'm so over this season because everyone has like shitty opinions and they just like won't shut the fuck up about them <laughs> like they're like <laughs> yeah like Heidi's like oh I did bad and it's like okay well let me beat you down until you're the dead horse so you know that you suck because like- <laughs> I do well every week and people love me <laughs> I thought it was kind of an interesting move for like Gigi to kind of go on the attack because I always thought of Gigi as like the very clean cut like nice like you know pretty 
pristine and polished image queen and for her to start to be like kind of the the shady one i'm like you really didn't have to do that yeah and also like i'm not trying to be like dramatic but it just brings up all kinds of potential conversation right because this was also the same episode where Gigi came out as being fluid and then now in the end and untucked right before like drag race is done for the week you're coming off as like another toxic queer person like queer on queer crime like I don't know maybe that's a reach but that's just how I view it like you want me to feel like oh your story I'm so connected to Gigi and then you're a raging bitch and untucked well it just didn't make sense either because I feel like Heidi has not received like like a lot of like criticism from the judges like maybe a little bit but like like for her to say that it's like I was just thinking like Heidi hasn't really had that much like critiques like that were bad right there was and and she did well in the challenge so why are we like even right why are you even bringing it up it's kind of like out of nowhere it's like now Heidi's now that Aiden's gone Heidi's gonna be the one to be picked on or like I really hope not I think Gigi was just feeling her oats and I really hope that we don't see any more of this I hope that there's an apology and like a hey girl I was just like you know, we've all said the wrong things at the wrong, like, wrong moment before. Like, there's that. But, you know, I hope we don't see any more of this because I really like Gigi and I don't care how pretty you are. I can hit an unfollow <laughs> without thinking about it. It's sort of like the Evie, like, you're being too honest, but wrong place, wrong time conversation. Yes. Yes. It's all about social media these days. I can hit an unfollow because I know that's all you queens care about. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's true because they've all been like, I'm almost to 100,000 on Insta. Please follow me. Yes. <laughs> and I retweet all of Heidi's, by the way. I retweeted Widows. <laughs> and Widows, yes. Because I like Widow. But yeah, so then all, after all these shenanigans, uh, the two guest judges come back and everyone's like, why are you here? <laughs> It was so quick, right? It was barely like, a, oh, let's sit down and have a kiki with the guest judge. I mean, we did not see Normani. No, she was not back there. And these guys are just like a blip. Yeah. Well, I think this is what's annoying is I feel like they're starting to use Untucked as like a platform to like just have a talk show about interviewing like the guest judges. I yeah. am concerned about that as well. Do you think anything about that, Sony? I don't know. I feel like part of it's just it's untucked just 30 minutes sometimes they don't really have things to do so they're like oh let's bring back a guest judge because there's not really a format right like if the queens aren't fighting there's really nothing to talk about you think it's like a just in case kind of move yeah like because if you think about it like like what did we talk about this week like g like did the producers tell Gigi to like oh let's criticize someone (laughs) Like, that's kind of what I feel, because I feel like a lot of it's been so forced this season. You know that's what I true, mean? That's true, because they were very much like, oh, what are we fighting about? And then right. they were leaving. <laughs> it's like the producers are almost like, okay, girls, you need to, like, fight about something. Right. Mm. Right. Well, speaking about fighting about something, let's go into our last topic, Miss Leslie Jones. So, um, just quick recap about what's going on with Leslie. Of course, she was a guest judge uh, in a previous episode, and she's also a super fan of RuPaul's Drag Race. 
Yeah, I think she appeared two episodes ago. Yes, um, cast member on SNL, just generally funny comedian. Um, and of course, you might know that she live tweets RuPaul's Drag Race, posts videos and making commentary over it. And typically it's really funny, but this season I've been really having an issue with her because she's been really negative towards Britta specifically, like more than anyone. And um, and she's doing this like as a way to stand up for Aiden Zane because she's really championing Aiden Zane this season. And and but in doing so like she's like that's her downfall because she's becoming what she hates this is like the 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 epic comic book story (laughs) that she's becoming the villain yeah i think this is one of those things where she really needs to take a step back read her timeline and check herself because it's nice to uplift queens but you can do it in a way that's not bringing down others And you can do it in a way that's way more productive. So you don't get to just say you're a super fan and use your celebrity card and say, oh, I was on the show. Me and Rue are cool. So fuck what you heard. Um, You don't get to do that because the show is not for solely you. The show is for everyone, you know, consuming it. And you don't get to just be this dark cloud that you know you're feeding into the toxicity of what we know some of the fandom is and she has a platform too which is makes it even worse because like all of her little followers then go they go bully the queens that she's bullying too right after what you've been through i mean you've canceled your whole last twitter account because of shit that people said and tweeted about you and then come back a strong you know whatever you want to call yourself i know you're a strong black woman but whatever you want to call yourself how yeah how dare you you know because like i saw it in the comments they're like oh my god i'm so glad at nikki doll is gone like nikki doesn't need to see that shit like why are you tagging the girls like in your negative and it's like oh fuck britta at britta filter or whatever her handle is like um it's just like what the fuck like don't yeah. drag them into into Leslie's bullshit. Like she she drums up all these people, and it's like, and honestly, it's like ten people comment and like a hundred likes. Cause I don't know, maybe her her Twitter's not popping as much these days, or people are tired of her bullshit. But it's just like, don't drum up all this hate. Like you are doing to Britta and these other girls what you are mad at them for doing to Aiden. Yeah, it's like um, calm your tits. I don't know what else to say. Like go flap out, go air out your weave girl, you know, rub some good coconut oil on your scalp. I don't know (laughs) what you need to do to fucking relax, but this is not what we do on RuPaul's drag race. And listeners, if you are one of those people that do that, that is not what we do on drag race. You can go and look at any of our live tweet threads and compare it to Leslie's or any other troll. Yeah. And, you know, see the example. This is not what we do. This is not how we lift each other up. This is not how we promote a show. This is not how we support a platform. It's just wrong. Right. I think that Leslie just needs to let it go. Let, let it, it go. go. <laughs> yeah. Because this is getting really tired. Like, honestly, like, I'm kind of just not going to check up on her Twitter anymore, I think. It's so, annoying because I really liked her as a judge on the show. So like all of this like social so media fun. activity is very like disheartening and it yes. makes me not like her, which makes me sad. So it's very sad because she was so fun to watch as a fan. You know, we yeah. were feeling that experience with her and then she shits on it immediately. Typical celebrity, I guess, you know. Yeah. Way to yeah. be a statistic girl. 
I know. I wonder if she's like singing live, like during the quarantine for us. <laughs> we are the one. <laughs> and we listen, are the people. <laughs> Leslie, if by the chance you are listening, I'm just going to give you my full Beyonce. Tweet what you want about me, bitch. I'm not responding. All right. I think that's a good message to <laughs> end that res- conversation on. I might respond, though, if she does. Just FYI. <laughs> well, that's you. I'm in the hive. I'm serving my best Beyonce. I am not responding because oh. all I need to know is that you heard me and you're reaching out. So, boom. Well, also like the golden rule, like uh, do unto others as you would like to be done unto you. That's right. Like Leslie's checking for me. But, you know, trolls... <laughs> trolls check in when they when they see that one little nobody tweeting about them they want to respond so you never know yeah trust i will at leslie because a she won't see it b (laughs) (laughs) b i want to i want internet beef uh but um but no maybe it'll spark a conversation maybe she'll want to come on the show and have a discussion about this with us yeah maybe the next time she's on drag race she'll wear more than a ponytail woof that's a read girl. All right. Well, this has been a fun week and thanks for coming. The most magically gay podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed our little discussion here at the end. Of course, like subscribe and tell your friends. Uh, we'll be back next week covering the episode, of course, but until then, bye. bye. Let it go. Listen, shade, no shade. I don't give a fuck. Bye. <laughs> I said what I said. I said what I said. Do you want to build a snowman? (laughs) Oh, no. I forgot to talk about, do you want to build a cheese man? Ah! (laughs) Do you want to build a COVID-19 man? (laughs) All right. All right. We're done. Too soon. That's it. That's it. We're done.